0: Welcome to Thriller Premium. Welcome to Thriller Premium. Research, reporting, industry analysis, information, and tokenomics. Welcome to Thriller Insights. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Thriller Insights. Today is November 8th, 2020, and we are talking a Bitcoin Santa rally. That's right. Um, This has been an interesting week, Uh, probably probably one of the longest weeks we've had, right? But it has been an impressive week for Bitcoin. It started at $13,712 and finished up this week here at $15,486. Now, there's a lot going on in between there, but relatively, this was a a strengthening of Bitcoin headed into this week on election week. Right. And honestly, I think we came out better than what I really anticipated. (laughs) We even we even got to the 16K mark. Right. Which was pretty cool. Now, some interesting news came out this week, you know, and it was that Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is now outperforming gold exchange traded funds. If you don't know what Grayscale is, it's probably one of the biggest Bitcoin trusts that we have here in the space. We currently don't have any Bitcoin ETFs, right? As the kind of U.S. regulatory market is trying to get that under control by curtailing a lot of exchanges outside of uh, United States, you know, jurisdiction. And as we start seeing more of that kind of happening, which we're kind of already seeing with Bitmax and what's going on with Binance, I think we're going to start seeing institutional investors, you know, like these family offices, um, jump into into Bitcoin Trust, right? Into Grayscale's Bitcoin Trust. And this is coming straight from JP Morgan, which was pretty, uh, pretty amazing. They say that the contract, and they're talking about Grayscale, lends support to the idea that some investors that previously invested in gold ETF may be looking at Bitcoin as an alternative to gold. And this analyst for JP Morgan is saying that this is not just driven by millennials anymore, but institutional investors that look at grayscale as uh, you know that's part of digital currency group but see grayscale as you know a place they feel comfortable being a custodian for for the bitcoin now this was pretty bullish news you know this coming straight from coindesk uh, and they were able to obtain this kind of secret document (laughs) but uh this is really bullish And there is somebody who goes by the name of Danny Masters. He's the chairman of CoinShares. And he kind of sounds like somebody I know. He says, if everyone's got a digital wallet and central bank digital currencies, which aren't backed by anything, then all of a sudden Bitcoin looks great. It will assume the role that gold served with regards to legacy money and all the other digital assets will fall into place. The middle layer, the services layer, will become much more automated, technological, and democratic. And the endpoint layer will become a real fight. Kind of sounds like he's saying all roads lead back to Bitcoin, (laughs) right? And I think people are starting to wake up to this idea. They're starting to realize that when you have a digital currency that is nonetheless on top of Ethereum or some other type of, you know, proof of stake concept, like maybe Algorand or something, you're going to see that people are going to question like, how is this derived from something? Like, where is this coming from? Is this is this just a never-ending Ponzi scheme and the fiat game that we're playing? And they're going to look in one or two places. They're going to either look at gold or they're going to look at Bitcoin. And right now in a digital world, Bitcoin is the scarcest and the most uh, hardest asset out there, right? Now, this is probably some of the biggest news that came out this week is that Bitcoin is now the best performing asset of 2020. It beat out all the Fang stocks, <laughs> which is an impressive achievement. But now people are anticipating that we could break even higher. And we've been talking about this all year, right? We've been saying that, you know, Bitcoin is probably going to see the center rally. And if we do see the center rally, it's going to come later on this year. We're going to talk about that right now. So let's do it. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Jingle bells swing bells ring snowing and of fun now the jingle hop has begun jingle bell jingle bell jingle bell rock jingle so with the u.s election behind us you know during bitcoin in november i said you know if biden wins then there's going to be this narrative that plays out that that bitcoin will pump as a safe haven digital asset and that's happening but we also have to look at the other scenario which is trump is leaving office right so if there's an another incentive to make sure that bitcoin pumps at least one last time before we start switching hands when it comes to the sec chairman cftc chairman possibly um treasury department there's a lot of moving pieces that are going to take place here in 2021 so if there's one thing for certain that's going to happen now at least from what i'm looking at all the data i'm looking at is a santa rally and i'm still predicting it to happen between december 7th through the thir- through the 13th 14th right now i've been saying for the longest time 17k and i still think we're gonna get 17k could we go any higher i think so but i definitely think after that range after those dates i think we're gonna plummet we're gonna see a major drop but yes yeah, santa riley is happening Go ahead and mark those dates I will not be wrong about this one horse lane. Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet jingle the, clock. And a the feet. that's the jingle bell that's the jingle bell, that's the jingle bell. That's the jingle bell you know and what was really crazy is just here recently, once Bitcoin started going up to like 16K earlier this week, I was getting really nervous. I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, did um, did I just make a mistake? Did, did Is Bitcoin going to pump to, you know, 17K this week? And thank God it did not Right. Because, I mean, I would have been upset either either way. But, you know, I really didn't see us making this push to 16K until the end of the of, of the month. But, uh, you know, like I said, we knew we we're, were walking into this week with. You know, uncertainty around the elections. And we also knew that there was a possibility of some more bullish news, especially with, you know, with Square releasing their quarterly earnings. And then on top of that, the Bitcoin future settlement dates. Like we knew all that was bullish this week, but uh, to see six close to 16K was pretty phenomenal. And I think we're going to get back up there here towards the end of the month. And then I think we really are going to roll to the 17K during those dates. And um, I personally, I'm going to look to get some profit during those dates because, you know, you know, I was buying there, you know, when Bitcoin dropped earlier this year and you know, when it dropped last year, been buying the whole time. So it's time to, you know, to make Christmas happen this year in a good way. Okay, with that, let's get into that's right. Coin analysis. So today in Coin Analysis, I want to talk about Bitcoin and its relation to alts. Um, You know, there's there's a lot of talk right now, especially if you follow people on crypto Twitter or if you follow crypto YouTube. uh, A lot of people are kind of uncertain as to what's going to happen with alts and is and hear other YouTubers, quite frankly, say that, you know, everything's going to bleed dry on the alts. Um, My my personal take on this is a little bit different than others, as you know, I'm more of a person who really needs hard data to really fall on one side or the other. And the the matter of fact is, is that uh, Ethereum and some, I say some, it's not gonna be all alts, you know, it's gonna be some alts are going to pump. I think Ethereum is going to pump, you know, we're gonna see that pump here later this month. It really has gone up $50, you know, just from this past week. Um, You're also gonna see Cardano pump as well too. That's gonna be another key thing to watch. You also see Chainlink make another little mini run too as well. Um, there's a couple alts here that I'm looking at that could pump. And then you have the others, right. And the, the others, I mean, are the ones with, you know, yes, they're, yes, they're considered cryptocurrencies, but in reality, I I look at them as just, you know, decentralized securities (laughs) at this point. Um, and those are the, those are the XRPs, you know, those are the TRXs, you know, those are the, you know, those are the ones that, you know, have very few utility factors to them. Uh, yes, I don't want to get into a debate about it, but that's just how I strongly feel about them. And, you know, there's a lot of people right now trying to shill the scenario where if Bitcoin goes to making the Santa rally happen here in December, then you're going to see some of those coins rise. And, and I I will just say this, you know, whoever you're taking advice from, be very careful about that. Um, I'm not here to tell you that those coins are going to rise or aren't going to rise. I will tell you this, right? I will tell you this. I will say that in a scenario where we're in right now, as far as the state of cryptocurrency, state of Bitcoin right now on November 8th, 2020, and what I foresee happening in December here, uh, 7th through the 13th, 2020, I don't see all alts rising, right? I don't see that scenario happening. I really only see the scenario where Bitcoin rises and maybe a handful of others, uh, especially Ethereum, because that deposit contract is going to open on the first. So uh, that's a scenario I see playing out. Now, with that being said, am I going to create a show here later this year that's going to go through, you know, kind of these alts that I think are going to pump? Yeah, I I can do that, right? I'll, I'll create a show that I'll tell you about what I think These are the alts that I'm holding. These are the ones that I expect to pump next year, um, right around February, March, May, right when everything's going to go up another level. Like we're going to go from right now, we have a coin market cap of 450 billy, which is freaking amazing, right? Because for the most part, we've been at this 3,000, I'm sorry, 375 billy range for a while, 350 billy range for a while. But now once we get to this 450 billy range, we're currently at right now, you know, come Here, you know, later this later this month, next month, we're going to be getting to this 500 billion, right? That's going to be half a trillion dollar market cap, right? And at that point, we're going to have people's attention, you know, including regulators, right? So at that point, I suspect Bitcoin's going to rise, Ethereum's going to rise, some alts will rise, but a lot of these other alts aren't going to rise, right? Now next year, because we're going to maintain that level, or we're going to drop after. December. And then we're going to re we're going to regain that level back in February, March in that in that in that area of 2021. Once we get to that May bullish month, because May is such a bullish month for cryptocurrency and just the whole space in general, you're going to start seeing all alts rise at that point. Um, and that's when we'll probably see, you know, 700 billion market cap. And then at that point that's probably when you should, you know, already be in some of these alts. And these are the ones that I'm talking about. These are the, you know, the most of the top 10 alts, right? And even the ones without utility, um, this is where you start seeing a rush to this market. And that's what I suspect happening next year. But right now, for these next two months, don't waste your time uh, trying to catch some of these. I, I it, it's, it's, it's perfect. It's honestly, it was it's perfectly... It's going to be a hard thing to do and even if it does make a big spike up, you know, see see a lot of people are talking about XRP right now. And I hate bringing up this cryptocurrency cuz it has all the tendencies of creating some type of like, you know, frenzy. Uh it always has, right? So, a lot of people are talking about how XRP is going to pump and all this stuff and quite frankly, it will pump, but it won't pump till next year. <laughs> and that's the and that's the honest truth, right? Like it it's going to it's going to rise again. Because it will. It's just a regular, it's a regular cryptocurrency. And I hate to say this, but in these scenarios where Bitcoin gets to 20K and 25K, it takes all cryptocurrencies with it. And I hate saying that because it really sucks that it does. (laughs) It really, it really does. Right. There's a lot of new people get rushed into the space. They just don't know any better. So they start buying these, they start buying these cryptocurrencies in the top 10. And, you know, and then they learn the hard way. Right. And so a lot of people that bought these cryptocurrencies at 24, 20 cents, they start seeing them rise to a dollar, two dollars. Right. And then they they dump on them and the the new people aren't able to recoup anything back. So around and around we go. Right. This is just how it plays out, unfortunately. Um, And, and that goes for a lot in the top 10. Right. That goes for something like XRP, Bitcoin Cash, you know, Polkadot, Litecoin, you know. Gosh, I even hate saying Bitcoin SV. Like there's there's a lot of these that are just going to rise with everything else next year. But to say that's going to happen this year. No, (laughs) it's it's not. You know, it's it's not going to happen this year. And I'm not saying that it's never going to happen. It's just not going to happen this month or next month. Bitcoin has the main stage. It's going to continue to do this rally that's going to have here next month. We're going to get a rally. It's going to be Awesome. It'll then dump and then we'll regroup in 2021 and we'll discuss how most of these alts, because they're going to be, let's say Ethereum does pump, right? And it gets pretty high to $550, $600, whatever, right? It's going to fall at some point. At that point, that's when you want to buy in, because at that point, when you're buying into a lot of these alts here in early 2021, late 2020, they're going to be at the bottom barrel price that you're going to be able to get them before they go up in value two three four five X right so that's what you want to do is you want to buy at those times. Now do I recommend buying those? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I think you should focus on Bitcoin primarily because those are guaranteed returns right at least in my in my view of Bitcoin. It's it's a guaranteed upside. A lot of these alts they're not there's no guarantees in them right I, I've me personally I've had some alts that I've lost big on in 2017 you know but yet again, there are some alts that I want big on in 2017. So you really don't know what's going to happen. So just be careful with all of that and be careful with trying to time that market this year. Like it's not going to happen this year. It'll happen next year. Yes, there will be some alts. But to say like like I saw something the other day where somebody was saying that XRP is going to get to $3 by the end of the year because Bitcoin's going to be at, you know, 20 k by the end of the year. I'm like, no, that's not how that works, <laughs> you know. But to each their own, you know, I've been around long enough to understand how all this works and it doesn't work like that. It, it has to has to bring all levels up. And that's what Bitcoin does. But it won't do that without the entire market cap. And, and it can not do that without a rush of new investors. And I don't think that's going to happen until next year. Now, if we see seven hundred billion dollar market cap, you know, <laughs> at the end of this year, well, then Carr was sadly mistaken. But I don't see that happening. I think. 600 billion, you know, market cap is probably where we're going to be at in that 17k. So just my little rant on Bitcoin and alts and how to be aware of them. Now let's get into future predictions. Token analysis. These are future predictions. Now, this is the part of the episode where I talk about how you know this doesn't really have any analytics tied to it, any charts, any type of uh, information around it. This is more of a speculative uh, space of the episode where, where car just really goes for it. <laughs> so, um, with all that being said, I want to talk about something that I really don't really talk about very often. And, uh, I've had this question asked to me a couple times. Um, and I usually, you know, um, respond back with what I think about it, but I never, I don't really, you know, spend too much time on it. I think we did a podcast early on in the first episode. Uh, but since then my, my views have changed on it. Um, you know, Who I think Satoshi Nakamoto is, you know, is probably somebody completely different than what you think. Right. You know, I I have my good guess of who I think it was or who I think the group of people were. Um, But, you know, I think everybody can. You know, I think I think it's safe to say that everybody has their own kind of uh, uh, Satoshi in their head who they think it is. Um, One of the people with that being said, one of the people that uh, was very close in, in the early beginnings of Bitcoin was Hal Finney. Right. And, uh, you know, he was probably one of the, the first believers in Bitcoin, if you really think about it. Um, and he not only uh, helped Satoshi uh, build out uh, Bitcoin, but he also was the first person that Satoshi actually ever sent um, a form of, of or a cryptocurrency to Bitcoin to. So one of the things that has always been in my head that, uh, was that it was was what he said right there's a book on amazon called um gosh it's i read it like a year ago uh i think it's called satoshi's words or the book of satoshi i think it's called or, or something like that i forget the name of it um uh, but it's really good you should check it out it has all the has all the written comments and everything of what satoshi wrote anyway um there's one particular passage in there that really strikes me right and it's it's one of Hal Finney, and he says this. And this, this is I put, wanted to talk about this today because I think it's, it's, it really comes into realization now with everything that's gone on this week. And as we see what this future is going to look like for the next four years, it's quite obvious to me that digital currency is the next chapter for what we're going to do here in America. And um, if China keeps going down this road of banning Bitcoin, I think that puts America. in the driver's driver's seat of becoming bullish on Bitcoin long-term, and which is good for a lot of us holding Bitcoin right now. Um, And and honestly, if you look at some of the initiatives that have already taken place this year with the comptroller, the currency, and some of these banks, and what institutions are doing, and what companies are frankly doing, uh, I think it's clearly being shown that America is starting to get bullish on Bitcoin. With all that being said, Uh, Hal Finney said something a really long time ago and it was like, you should, there's a, there's a thing on YouTube called, um, uh, the last interview with Hal Finney. It's remarkable, man. Like he strikes me as somebody that has, uh, that somebody I can very much have a, um, it's like somebody that you might have known, you know, or you might know that reminds you of that person. He's a very empathetic guy. Right. And you hear him talk and, there's just a lot there that I can I can I can look at with him and how he's talking about things and how he talks about computers and his fascination with cryptography and you can really see a, like a, a love for it right and um quite frankly it's just it, it, it's just an, an, uh, an awe thing like to see and there, it's so sad there's only like 471 views of it so not too many people know it exists but um when I saw that I was just like man this person was like so perfect, you know, to, to get involved with, with Bitcoin early on, like it needed somebody like him, uh, to, to kind of spread this adoption and to really help it become successful. And I don't think it could have without him. Right. Um, because whenever you're building a project or you're creating anything in the, in, in the, in the technology space, you really put a piece of you in it. Right. I know, I know Jack Dorsey talks a lot about that. Steve Jobs talked a lot about that. But I think in cryptography, especially with what Hal Finney's background was in video game development, you really see that, um, you know, his piece in it. Right. So anyways, long story short, he said something that I thought was fascinating. He says, as an amusing thought experiment, imagine that Bitcoin is successful and becomes the dominant payment system in use throughout the world then the total value of the currency should be equal to the total value of all the wealth in the world. Current estimates of total worldwide household wealth that I found range from 100 trillion to 300 trillion with 20 million coins. That gives each coin a value of about 10 million. Now, if you look at it now, you know, there's a possibility that we're probably even running lower than that so we probably are looking at like a 20 million dollar bitcoin you know at some point you know in our lifetimes now with 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 him talking like this <laughs> back in in 2010 uh, you know this is this is somebody you would call like a fanatic right uh, you you would you would if i were to say this now i would sound crazy right to to a lot of people but for him to see the longevity of something that he created, you know, well into the future um, really shows that not only did he look at this as an experiment, but he also saw this as becoming something that could possibly change the world. And I think it, it really goes to show that with a lot of things that are happening right now with institutions, companies taking on Bitcoin Um, We have the Comptroller, like all all these things happening right now. It's clear that hyper Bitcoinization is something that is a possibility and not only a possibility, in Hal Finney's eyes, it was almost like, you know, it it was almost a certainty, you know. And um, I think that's something that we should all kind of take, you know, a quick moment to realize that if, if Bitcoin keeps going on to become this big behemoth of a, of a currency, of a digital store of value, of, of, of a wealth uh, uh, of, of value for the world. Like um, th- this could be life-changing for a lot of people. And I think right now with everything that's going on here in 2020, we're clearly seeing that, you know, this is a scenario that we're headed down. Um, so I'm completely bullish with Bitcoin after this week. I was already bullish with Bitcoin, but I think it took it up another level once I started looking at everything and kind of seeing the lay of the land and, and where we're headed here in the next four years. Uh, I really think that uh, Bitcoin is going to be very successful for a lot of people who are holding it right now. And I think at, at the very least, you know, if, if you're one of those people that, is like myself that, that chooses to hold it over, you know, over a 10, 20 year span, then I would say, be very careful with trying to, trying to spend it, right? Like make sure you're saving some that, you know, you're going to use to retire one day. Right. Um, And that's kind of always been my, you know, kind of logic to it is just make sure, (laughs) make sure car (laughs) you have, you have some Bitcoin to retire on one day and you're not, you know, spending it, you know, when it's, you know, really low at 17 K or something, which I am going to do this, this time around, because I've been winning a long time, <laughs> but, uh, three years is nothing, but, but seriously, it's like, it's one of those things where like just a little here, you know, maybe, maybe drop it into some alts <laughs> for, for March and May and see what happens. But, you know, let me make those mistakes. Let me be that kind of dummy for y'all. And then I'll, I'll share my lessons learned on that. But, um, yeah, quite frankly, how Finney, man, what a believer in Bitcoin. And, you know, I'll, I'll put the quote here in the show notes so you can take a look at it. But um, I think he's right. I think I think if we keep going this way where everything is becoming a digital store of value and you even have some people from Forbes talking to um, regular analysts from JP Morgan and they're starting to connect the dots, you know, a lot of the times that we've already connected, which is, you know, all roads are going to lead back to Bitcoin when everything becomes digital, so um, it's really important to see how things play out ahead before other people, because then you're there kind of waiting for them to catch up. And that's a lot. That's a lot what Barry Silbert and his team at DCG, in DCG do uh with how they allocate for bitcoin because they've already seen where the puck's gonna skate to now it's just a matter of people to catch up and realize oh yeah it's going there so let's go ahead and go there too memetic desire is a real thing and i think here in 2021 we're gonna see it play out okay the holidays are already coming i mean we're literally two weeks away from thanksgiving and then that's usually when things get crazy bullish right and so yeah i definitely think we're going to be headed towards the 16k range here by by thanksgiving week right if you look right now we have you know 14 days left before that happens and uh quite frankly we're probably just going to be hanging around here, going sideways for a little bit. I suspect there'll be some more bullish news this week, uh, and I suspect you know they'll start rolling out uh, Back's new app here at a later point this month. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we haven't <laughs> gotten ready for this little Santa rally. Uh, now's the time, right? So. I hope you guys are ready for this. You know, it's been a long year, a long trying year at that. And I think there's definitely a light at the end of this tunnel. Um, You know, it didn't start off the best, but we are ending up being a lot better off than I anticipated. So uh, hope you guys have a safe week. See you next time.